Welcome to the Back on Track Podcast, the podcast that will inspire, impact, and empower you, and will bring forth conversations and information that will help you finally break free from the internal shackles that are restricting you from making maximum progress in your life and business. And now, here's your host, speaker, trainer, storyteller, author, and coach, Ghazi Muhammad. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Back on Track. I am your host, Brother Ghazi, and we have here today a very, very awesome and dynamic young brother, a um, rising star, a um, boxing champion. You know that um, you know I've Sorry. had the, the, the privilege of, of coming in contact with recently. Um, awesome young brother, determination. Um, so without any further ado, let's bring on and let's to get into this discussion with our young brother, um, champion. I'm, 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 I'm prophesizing that, brother. You know, the yes, uh, next heavyweight champion of the world, our yes, young sir. brother, Stefan Big Shot Shaw. Big How you Shot doing, Shaw. big brother? Man, I can't complain, man. God is good, man. I can't complain at all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's a good thing, man. So, man, let's, um, you know, let's delve into it, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself, brother. You know, your upbringing, uh, you know, what man, you want just, to share with the listening audience? Man, just uh just just born and raised right here in St. Louis, Missouri. You know, um, you know, just um just 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 the just a young guy, just a you know, just a manifestation of you know God's God's grace and mercy, you know, uh come from a two-parent household. Um, my mother and father, um, they've been together since 1981. You know what I'm saying? That's when my parents got together. You know, got married in '91, had my big sister in '86, and you know, uh, had me in '92. You know, and uh, you know, uh, ever since out the womb, man, I feel like I've been a fighter. You know what I'm saying? Um, when I came out, I got a picture of me posing with my hands up like this. You know what I mean? Right out the cradle. So it's just like, you know, naturally, I was, I was blessed to be a fighter. You know, and my father, my father, he's the one that you know, set that foundation for me through his father. You know what I mean? And um my father, he um he gave me he he gave me everything. He gave me a lot of morals and principles to stand on to this day and that I could pass on to my kids and my sons. Right. Okay. Okay. That's a good thing. And uh, was your father a fighter or, or or your grandfather? Yeah, my grandfather, both of them were fighters, but my grandfather, he was more like the trainer, you know, and uh, you know, he uh he started my dad you know, uh, and his nephews and, and a few of my uncles, you know what I mean? They all started um, down at DeSoto Boxing Center, you know, in the mm-hmm. Puridago Projects. You know, the DeSoto Boxing Center used to be right there in the um, old high-rise. The first government project high-rise high in, in, in America was right here in St. Louis, Missouri at Puridago, you know, projects. And my grandfather, he took, an, he took over, I think, like in 77, you know, and remember, Leon and Michael Spinks won the Olympic Games from St. Louis in 1976 with Sugar Ray Leonard. Mind you, they was at DeSoto 
So when they won a title, when they won the Olympics, Brent Musburger from CBS, he came to the Prudago Projects to the Soto Boxing Center, and he was looking for the coach that started Michael Spinks and Leon. But the coach, Kenny Law, he had just moved to the Twickenham Park Center down there in the Peabody's. My grandfather had just taken over the Soto. So who Brett Musburger from CBS come to see? He came to see my grandfather. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Had my had my dad, my uncles boxing in the background. You know, and that kind of really just set the foundation from there. You know, my grandfather, he, you know, he wasn't really, you know, he was he was in my dad's life, but he wasn't in my dad's life like he like my dad was in mine. You right. know what I mean? Right. You know, uh, and that and that kind of, you know, that that created a lot of stumbling blocks for my dad, you know. So my dad turned to Islam, you know what I mean? Um, around like 91. You know what I mean? Um, he, he around right around the time he got married, you know, he met a brother named Anthony Shahid, you know, and um Anthony Shahid, you know, got him involved with a uh with a young with a thing that they was doing for the youth around St. Louis, Missouri. It was called a Tahi Youth Group. Right. You know what I mean? And uh my my father, you know, he used to, he he got recruited by by Shahid and they used to go around the neighborhoods and all the young gang members in St. Louis. You know, my dad used to talk to him. You know what I mean? My dad was around my age around that time, like 28. He used to talk to the little 19 year olds and the 20 year olds about, you know, just 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 about that. There's another way than the way that you've been programmed, you know, to go, you know, and with that foundation, you know, he he just laid the foundation for me. I feel like to do what I'm doing. You know, I didn't, I, I, I didn't, you know, gangs, gangs represented to me, but through those lessons that my father instilled in me and the discipline that he instilled in, in me, and, you know, and the fur, the fur that I had for my father, and it was a good fur, you know what I mean? It wasn't no bad fur. It was, a, it was a good fur, you know, that I didn't want to disappoint him. You know, that kind of kept me away from, you know, being out here in the streets and, you know, getting involved in anything else besides, you know, boxing for real you know you know right. but i had i had i had i had i had street fights you know what i mean i had had schoolyard fights it wasn't too many you know what i mean but i didn't i put people down you know what i'm saying but you know it's just you know i did all my fighting in the ring for real right and man you know i'm glad you mentioned that um because that's a you know a good segue to, to what i want to get into st louis is a rough city um yes. i think i was um reading recently that I believe St. Louis per capita right now is, is number one in, in murders or violence um, right now. Yeah. Um, you know, for it to be such a small city, it, it's very violent, a lot of murders on the regular. So it's yes, interesting sir. that, um, you know, you give props to your father and, and his influence in your life when there's so many other young black men out here who, who, who are not privileged as you were to, to, to have your father active in your life like that, to have that healthy fear that you were speaking of. So yeah. you know, definitely kudos to your father. What's your father's name, man? Uh my father, his name is Brian Shaw. You know, his uh, you know, his his Muslim name is um Muhammad Alameen. And you know, and it's a funny story, brother. Um my dad went to Chicago um to take his Shahada in ninety-three. Um with Shahid, Shahid them took him up to Chicago and they took him to um uh, go see brother uh Jabba Muhammad. You know, uh, Elijah's son, you know, and um, Herbert, Herbert Muhammad. And um, that's who that's who gave my dad his Shahada. And and if anybody know, besides 
Herbert Muhammad being Elijah's son, he was Muhammad Ali's manager. Right. And that's who gave my dad the name, Muhammad Alameen, the most trustworthy. Wow. Yeah. And it's just, ironic. And it's just ironic that I'm 13 and 0 with 10 knockouts as a professional yeah. fighter myself. You know what I mean? You know, through yeah. inspiration from people like Ali, Tyson, Roy Jones, Floyd Mayweather, you know what I mean? You know, right. you know, that's just that's just what I've been through, you know. And yeah, like I say, I just I just thank God for my father, you know what I mean? My father, he's a big, he's a big um asset to my life. Man, that's a blessing, brother. You know, definitely want to give it up to our brother Muhammad El Amin. And um, sure. you know, um, uh, you know, definitely kudos to you, brother. You know, um I, I'm I'm very familiar with um brother Shahid, Anthony Shahid and the Tahi yes, youth group. Um, yes, you know, sir. I've done a lot of work with um Shahid over the years. Yes, um, sir. you know, some awesome work they were doing in St. Louis and uh, impacting our young people. So yes, um, you know, definitely kudos to your father, man. So, yes, you know, um so how was it, you know, um, you know, with the influence of gangs and uh, what part of St. Louis did you come up in? Did you come up in the city? Uh well, we uh I lived in the city, like I uh we we lived in um like on the south side when I was born, like um Lafayette area. And then we moved. Um, we moved to the north side. My uh, my father's old home. My my parents are originally from the north side. My dad, twenty um, second in Penrose, Water Tower okay. area. Uh, yes. My mother, she's from twenty third and Angelica. I mean twenty okay. third and Bremen. Twenty third and Bremen, right around the corner. Yeah, right you around the corner. Mean? And, and, and yeah. so I asked you that because I know that neighborhood very well. Very very rough and violent neighborhood over there. You know. Yes. I mean, like, you know, you know, a lot of murders that, you know, that take place over in that area. Um, yeah. You know, when I worked at Beaumont High School, I, I did a lot of work in, in that area with some of the young oh, people. Oh, yeah. Um, right there. Fairground Park. Yeah, Fairground Park area. So let me ask you, so how, I mean, what was it in your mind that, that, that kept you away from it? Because, you know, um, in addition to your father, I mean, was it just your father's influence or was it something else inside of you that, that you like, I just don't want to get involved with because because almost all the young brothers over there, the majority of them is hustling. You know, they're in the violence. You know, a lot of them getting locked up. They're getting killed at a young age. Like, what was your driving force that, that caused you to resist that kind of temptation? Man, uh, like I say, I feel like I feel like it was my dad. Because, like you say, when you, brother, like you 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 know, the ones that come up in our city without them, without a father. You know all the stuff that they take themselves through. So I feel like my dad was the one. And my mom. My mom, my mama didn't play. <laughs> my mama didn't play. My mama gonna put her foot down. My mama gonna put a put a put a put a fist in my chest if she got to. You know, uh, you know, um, it's just and then just just my family, you know what I'm saying? Like we it's just me, my mama my daddy and my sister. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. In the environment that they created for us, we didn't really need to go out and try to, you know, fend for something else because yeah, they might have struggled, but they gonna hold everything down because they struggling. They ain't struggling because they, you know, you know, they you know they human. They took themselves through changes and took themselves through things, but that ain't causing them to struggle. You know what I mean? They struggled just because we black. You know what I'm saying? But they did everything for the most part to make sure that we didn't have to worry about struggling too much. I remember, I remember having no, I remember not having no hot water. 
You know what I'm saying? But I don't know, man. It wasn't no environment that didn't make it seem like, oh, we ain't got no water. We fucked up. It just still, we was all love. You know what I'm saying? We still ate decent. You know what I'm saying? You know, you just like, she want to take a high bath. She go, go boil that water. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I say, my parents, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they went through a lot themselves. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, my, my, my parents struggled, you know, they struggled for me. I feel, you know what I mean? That's, that's what, that's what the young, young generation got to understand. Like if you're going through a struggle, change yourself. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to change if you don't really got no guidance, but try to make a change. So if you bring children in this world, they won't have to struggle. You know what I'm saying? So like, like I say, man, it's a testament to, and like I say, it's a testament just being around the whole nation of Islam and all those men, you know, brother Juma Muhammad, uh, um, uh, uh, like I say, Anthony Shaheed, brother Sultan, um, um, uh, Coming up in my barbershop is uh, uh, Brother Sidney Muhammad, uh, mm-hmm. Paul, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, EJ and all them, uh, um, just all that, you know what I'm saying? And uh, mm-hmm. uh, well, uh, uh, Brother brother Stacy Muhammad, Ezekiel Elliott's dad, right. you know what I'm saying? Just just all those brothers, you know what I'm saying? Like just, just having that structure, you know, I ain't want to, you know, doing I don't want to do bad. You know what I'm saying? I seen my uncle, I seen my uncle go to jail. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. You know, you saying them names, man. Them brothers are very, you know, I'm very close with all them brothers, man. Brother Sidney Paul, brother um Stacy, man. We go way back over 25 years, man. You know, do a lot of work together. Um, brother Ajuma, I'm gonna tell you, um, brother Ajuma, um, I met Ajuma when I was a teenager. Um, you know, I uh, come up. Uh, being influenced by that, but I was still buck wild. I came up influenced by the necklace side of the streets too, and wound up going to prison as, as a teenager. But it was um a Joma brother Joma. Uh, he was uh, working at um Job Corps. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he was a counselor at Job Corps back in the eighties, and uh, he was always you know a brother that was encouraging me to do something right. You know, he's one of the brothers that really laid the foundation in my mind personally to start working with um, young black men over the years. It was examples that I've seen of, um, from Brother Ajuma, like back in the 80s when I was a teenager, even though I was crazy, smoking weed, out here tripping, he was all, he always had a positive word for me. I always wanted to do something right. And, you know, along with many other brothers that was, you know, in that in that circle, Brother Antoine and Gerald and, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, so many of them brothers that, that had a deep impact on me, man, you know. But, um, man, I appreciate you sh- sharing that. So, yeah. you know, let's get up into, um, so how long have you been a professional fighter? Uh, well, I uh, turned professional uh, December. T- well, I uh, I signed my pro contract. Well, let me start it. Let me let, let me let me let me start it back from 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 the with the boxing. I I started boxing at the age of nine. Okay. You know what I mean, I started boxing at the age of nine. I had my first little fight, and I fought like he was like a twelve year old Mexican kid, big Mexican kid. I stopped him in the third round. You know, uh, I went on. Um, I fought. I, I won a couple more fights then. Like I say, I was nine years old. Um, then I turned ten. Then I turned ten. I won a national silver gloves. You know what I mean? Um, I won my first little national championship. You know, then in two thousand six, I won a ringside world championships. That was my little second belt. You know, uh, and then you know, and then like I stopped boxing around like the age of thirteen. You know, um, 
you know, I felt like a lot of pressure coming from my dad. You know, he kind of really, you know, he was on me. You know what I mean? And um, we was kind of bumping heads a little bit, and I just really wanted to. I felt like, you know, I wasn't happy. I was, I wasn't. You know, I felt like he was making me box. You know what I mean? I really had to fall back in love with boxing to come back, and that's what I did. So I stopped boxing at 13. You know, I lived my life as a normal youngster. You know what I mean? I worked, got me a job at 16, worked at McDonald's, worked at Burlington Coat Factory, graduated from high school at 17, um, went to Harris Stowe for about, about two years. You know what I mean? And about within that, within that first year of going to Harris Stowe, I said, man, I made a conscious choice of myself. I'm like, everybody came coming up to me like, man, you boxing, you boxing. I'm like, no, no, I ain't boxing. And it's just like, I don't want to let that go away. You know what I mean? I don't want I don't want to let my talent go to waste. You know what I mean? You know, and I just gave it one last shot. I'm like, I'm gonna come back again. You know what I mean? I went with my grandfather, and uh, he had a fighter by the name of Stefan Young that went to the uh uh Olympic trials in 2011. And I'm like, man, I want to go down there with everybody, you know what I'm saying? I want to just see that whole experience, you know what I'm saying? So me and my dad, we went down there and I I turned around, I saw all I saw all the heavyweights that was down there, turned around to Stefan. I said, I'm back. I'm coming back. You know what I mean? And then, you know, uh, and that was in 2011. And um, by I came back, you know what I mean, started training a little bit. I had my first fight until 2012. By the end of two by the end of 2012, you know, I, I went to the Olympic, I, I went to the Olympic Games uh as an alternate. You know what I mean? Uh, I was ranked number two in the country. You know what I mean? Um, uh, uh, like I say, the whole Olympics experience was great. You know what I mean? Um, I was sparring. I was sparring a super heavyweight that was that was uh, representing uh, United States. You know, I was busting him up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and it, and it was like, man, he could have been on the Olympic team. So I geared my mind to get ready for the 2016 games. So I'm coming out of 2012. I'm like, I'm about to dominate the nationals and the amateurs until the next Olympics, because that's going to be my spot. I just experienced this Olympic little feeling. You know, I saw Kobe, RIP Kobe. I saw LeBron, me and Kevin Durant, dap hands and talk a little bit, converse. He was with James Harden. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, you know, uh, like I said, I was on the Olympic team with uh, Clarissa Shields and a uh, all those people, you know, Earl Spence and, you know what I'm saying? I was on the uh, Olympic team with all those people, you know what I mean? And uh, like I say, I came back 2013. I'm like, man, I'm going finna, I'm finna to dominate these USA. So I won the USA Nationals in 2013. Then I go to the National Golden Gloves. I think I, I felt like I got robbed in the semifinals. I felt like I got stuck up for the decision. So I received the bronze. You know, so then I fight in the national pal. This is the final tournament of the year, the third national tournament of the year. I knock out everybody except the dude in the semis, just like I did to win the USA Nationals. Won the national pal. Boom. Al Heyman them signed me to a five-year contract a week later. Wow. Man, that's some powerful history, brother. You know, and you said something that was very key, um, brother about um, falling in love with it. You know, so many people have talent, they have gifts, they have skills,
but for some reason we let people talk us up out of it, you know, peer pressure, or you know, just yep. you know, just our own doubt, you know, our yep. own lack of self-belief. But yep. you know, you said something that's key because everybody who listens to this call, you have a gift, you have a skill, you got a talent. But in order yes, to take that talent and gift to another level, you got to fall in love with it. And when you fall in love with it, you know how to use it because only love gonna allow you to endure the opposition mm. and the ups and downs that you've been to face when you try yes. to live that talent. You're gonna face them, and only yes. love gonna allow you to endure it, man. So that's very powerful right there. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, it's like with a relationship, you know what I mean? Like that's why I love my wife so much. Because it's like I look at it as like the same thing, like. In order to be successful with anything, you have to commit to it. You have to commit to it. If you want to be great with anything, you have to commit yourself, your mind, your life to, to whatever that is. This, it could be a career. It can be a relationship. You know, you just have to commit yourself to it. And, and, and it goes hand in hand with the love. You have to you have to love it. You don't you ain't gonna love nothing you don't commit to, and you're not gonna commit to nothing you don't love. Right. Yeah, man, that's powerful, man. I appreciate you sharing that. And and, and you know, that's um so I heard that um um you and your wife actually met that she was boxing too or something, right? Was she a boxer or is she a yeah, boxer? Exactly. Can you throw them hands a little bit? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, she went to the 2012 uh USA Nationals with me, you know, uh in 2012. I had lost, I had lost that year. And she was the only one to win. She got a bronze medal. She received a bronze uh, medal in the 2012 USA Nationals. Fast forward to 2013, I received the gold. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, she was, my wife, she was, she was the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, she just, she, it's like I took on her career, like, with mine, like, and, and her fight gave me that extra oomph. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, that's powerful, man. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey man, you know, ain't nothing like having a soldier in your corner, you know, like, you know, everybody else cool, but ain't nothing yeah. like a queen that's a like, soldier. Too. Yeah, and like, like, she's, yeah, she like a, she a general. You know right. what I mean? She, she, she a general. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, when I'm ready to go conquer these, these six foot seven, six foot six, six foot five, six foot four, these 250 plus pound cats, she the general right there. You know what I mean? Telling me, oh, you can kill them all. You can conquer them all. You the best. You know what I'm saying? When I'm doubting myself, listen, when I'm doubting myself, she telling me I'm the best. You the, I ain't never seen nobody like you. Just, just affirmations to stuff my dad been telling me all my life. Right. Wow. This my daddy been telling me this all my life. Of course, my daddy supposed to tell me that. That's my daddy. Right. But my wife has been a fighter all her life, and that was boxing before we got together. Boxing brought us together, but she was doing her own thing with boxing before we became anything. So she had her own desire to fight. Is what I'm saying. So for her to see like, ah, oh, you the best. You can't nobody touch you. It's just. Like I said, it should be affirmation. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. of course, of course, I can get cocky and be like, oh, I'm the best. I know this. But, you know, like I say, like with, with a father like I had, my daddy always taught me to be humble. You know what I mean? And, and, and you know, you know, life life is all about balance, man. You know, and I just try to balance my life out accordingly. 
I don't try to go too much left. I don't try to go too much right. You know, I got my two boys. I try to set the most positive example I can for them, you know. And uh, like I say, man, I, I just take all that with me in the ring and just do my thing. Yes, sir. Man, man. But I'm loving your story, you know, as we go along. And then let me ask you, um, what role does spirituality play in your life? You know, I hear you talk about humility and a lot of things that, that your father taught you. Um, of, of course, he, you know, your, your father embraced Islam. Um, so, you know, what role does spirituality play in your life and in your career? Oh, man. Um, it's, it's everything. You know, it's the air that I breathe is my spirituality. You know, it's, it's, it's everything, you know, God, you know, I feel like, you know, the spirit of God comes over me when I fight, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like, it's almost to the re it's almost to the point when you fight, it's almost feel like accepting death. So it has to be some type of peace. You have to be some. You have to be at some. You, it gotta be a. It gotta. It gotta be a type. You have to be at peace with yourself when you go in that ring. You know what I mean? Like, like I say, like it's just like a. I don't know. It's just it's. It's almost. I can't even explain it almost. You know what I mean? But you know, God is the head of my life. You know, and. That's what my that's what my mother and my father, you know, pretty much instilled in me. You know what I mean? And when I when I when I when I when I when I'm not leaning on my own understanding, you know, I go to the higher source, you know, the higher spirit, the higher being, you know. And like I say, uh, my faith in God, I for real like, you know, I just work hard and put my faith in God. Ain't nothing been given to me, you know. When I when I got signed with Al Heyman, you know, it, it was rough. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, those are people that made Mayweather who they, who he is. And they were telling me, you know, you can never be Ali. You can never be Mayweather. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and I'm still here 13 and 0 with 10 knockouts. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm with the people that made Mayweather something and they telling me you can never get to that plateau. So basically my spirit is keeping me going. Because hmm. man didn't doubted me a long time ago. Man, wow. you know what I'm saying? If I if I if I if I lean on man understanding he oh man, he didn't gave up on me. He already didn't doubt me. But yeah. I ain't doubt myself and I ain't and I ain't doubting God. Yeah. Because I know yeah, what man. God got for for me. Because yes, you know, plan if you wish, but Allah is the best of planners. Yeah, man, that's powerful. That's powerful because so many people out here right now that that, that, that will hear this interview, they are letting people right now talk them out of the great destiny. I mean, yeah. talk them out of it. You know, oh, you can't do that. And, and, and sometimes, sometimes, unfortunately, sometimes the people that say that is people closest to you. Sometimes right up you, people right in your family, you know, right on your friends, people who supposed to urge you on and man, you got yeah. this. Like, like they do what your wife do. Well, you got this, yeah. you the best. You know, but, exactly. but sometimes if you people right up, right up on us, you can't do that. And, and, and a lot of times they do that because they wish that they had the courage. To step mm. out on their skills and their skills and their talent, you know, mm. and, 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 so, and so they want to bring you down because, damn, the boy got the courage to do that because mm. I let somebody talk me out of mine, you know, I let somebody mm. trick me out of my destiny. So I don't yep. want you to live yours because if you live yours, you're gonna, I'm gonna be looking at myself, you know. I'm so, gonna man. be looking at myself and what I could have did if I faced my destiny. That's right. how I probably be, 
but but like man it's just like like i say man like you know my you know my devotion in god you know i feel like is is huge like to everything that i do to me loving my wife me loving my children you know me being successful with boxing you know i feel like i'm nothing without god grace and mercy you know i feel like you know that's what the world need the world world we, we try to lean on our own understanding too much you know what i'm saying that's why it's chaotic right now you know what i'm saying like you know just give it give it all to god man he gonna he gonna he gonna he, he, he gonna he gonna make it happen you know if, if, if we if we all truly and then it was so crazy you got non-believers out here talking about they don't believe in god but they think they gonna wake up tomorrow you got non-believers out here that believe oh this this corona is going to blow over well you must be having faith in god because if you look at the reports they they if you if you keep on reading the reports this look like a never-ending battle but i believe in god i, I feel like it's going to be over one day hmm. yeah real talk man that's um beautiful you know let me ask you do you feel any any pressure you know your um father you know you shared a story with us earlier you know how your father got his name from herbert muhammad who was of course the manager of, of, of our great late dear brother muhammad ali um mm -hmm. so you know and so you coming up in a certain line do you, like do you feel pressure like man like i heard the guy say you can't be like mayweather you can't be like that but do you feel some kind of pressure to, to like perform at a higher level like i gotta do that or beyond like you know uh, uh, what they've done man that's the thing like that's what I told I you know I told him I told I told the brother that told me that man I I told him man I ain't trying to be nobody but me hmm. you know what I'm saying and me saying that I got the spirit of Ali Floyd and all them in me I feel because why they my predecessors <laughs> they the ones that gave me the the feeling that I could do it right the fuck they y'all gonna open up the doors for them and then try to close them on the next young black man what are we doing now come on now yeah come on now and then like man it, it's crazy it's crazy and, and then they sent me down there with deontay wilder thinking he was gonna knock me out and I almost knocked him out of the gym you know what i mean clip them pretty good you know what i'm saying you know they 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 sent me down there with Wilder thinking, uh, uh you know, you ain't fought in a minute, uh, going down there with Wilder. What? I'm 23 years old. You know what I'm saying? I I took on that challenge. You know what I'm saying? It's the hardest hidden hidden cat in the game. You know what I'm saying? And I took on that challenge. You know what I'm saying? And and we, and we formed a great relationship. And Wilder, you know, they had me coming out there for the past three years since 2017. You know what I'm saying? So it, it I feel like it's all it's all destiny for real because let it if 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 I just if I didn't have a faith in God like I do, you know what I'm saying? It's it wouldn't be manifesting like it is to this day because man already done wrote me off. Right. Yeah. Man, that's man, that, that brother, I I I'll tell you, man, you brother, you know, that spirit right there is it, the spirit that, that that all of us need um to rely on something greater you know because people will write you off you know yep. sometimes your family and friends will write you off but you can't write yourself off so nope. and i love what you said about you know i want to be me 
you know, I often say, you know, um, to my coaching clients that the only person that I'm struggling to be better than tomorrow is the person I was yesterday. You know, I, mm. I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to compete with nobody else. I can't compete with nobody else, but can't nobody compete with me neither. Can't nobody yes, beat Gazi being Gazi. You can't beat me and being me. No matter how dynamic yes. you are, you know, put your flavor on it. You, you, you know, put the Stefan Big Shot soft flavor yes, on sir. it. Yes, sir. Exactly. On the boxing world, you know. That, 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 exactly. Take what Ali said and took take what Floyd and put my put my stamp on it. I ain't trying to like that's what I didn't understand. Like I'm not going out here dancing like I'm Ali. I ain't trying to be. I ain't talking to the camera like I told you. I ain't doing none of that. I ain't. I ain't like Floyd. Like money this, money that. You know, pretty boy this. I ain't did none of that. So for you to say, ah. <laughs> uh, you, you can never be Floyd. You can never. Where that's coming up in the conversation at what you seeing me? Right. Why are you trying to shoot that down so hard? Yeah. Right. Like, I just look at it. Like, I mean, that was just motivation for real, for real. I was just going to say that, man. You know, sometimes, you know, I heard the minister, um, the Honorable Minister Louis Farquhar say once, he said that right. some people come into our lives, some people are like sandpaper. That's their purpose. And we like the wood. They're going to rub us the wrong way. They're going to say something and do some they things. They're going to make us better. Or they're going to smoothen us out. So those kind of people, he could be sandpaper. And, and, and that's the kind of person I want to know. I, I want all the sandpaper to come yeah. around. Come on around me and rub me and, you know, rub me the wrong way. Say something. Make me as smooth as I can be. You hear me? <laughs> right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about your um, uh, upcoming fight. I know you got a, yes, a, a, a pretty big fight coming up in uh, December, I believe. Uh, that's going to be broadcast, you know, on, on television. Uh, yes, so let's talk about that fight. Uh, who are you fighting? Uh, um, I'm fighting a guy by the name of uh, Scott Alexander. Um, he's a durable guy. He's a battle-tested guy. Uh, 16 and 3, um, two draws. Uh, I feel like it's a good step up for, uh, like a good step up for me right now, 13 and 0. You know, it's a good opponent. You know, I'm just ready to just put on a great performance. You know, uh, NBC Sports. You know what I'm saying? December 17th, L.A. You know, uh, I go to camp. I leave for camp. I go. I've been doing my camp in San Diego, California with my great coach, Bashir Abdullah. You know, uh, originally Byron Moore from St. Louis, Missouri. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he went into the military, you know, changed, uh, uh, devoted his life to Islam as well. You know, and, uh, you know, he, he, he was a coach for the uh, for the Army for about 20 something years. And then he became a national coach and he coached the 2000, 2000, uh, he was an assistant coach for the 2000 Olympic team. He was a, a head coach for the 2004 Olympic team and um, uh, assistant for 08 team and head coach in 2012. And he's my head trainer. And I go to San Diego with him. Um, I leave on the fort about six weeks. You know, just pure grind mode, going to Big Bear, California, you know, to finish up on the camp, you know, just to get that high altitude, going to the snowy mountains up there in California and just get just get rugged and dirty, you know, to come out clean and and, 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 and do my thing when it comes to December 17th. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hey, brother, that's, that's awesome. You know, um, my family and I just got back from San Diego yesterday. Um, okay. You know, we was up there for the last week. We, you know, we took an RV. My wife and I took an RV, and 
when I okay. was you know with my younger children in there. Very beautiful place, nice, nice weather. Um, we was over there by Mission Beach. Um, and you That's know, love it. Spot. Oh yeah, That's we right. love it over there, man. We love it. Hey, like uh with like the uh the Belmont Park, the uh the roller coaster and stuff. Right, right. Yeah, yes, that's right. where I run. That's right. That's where I run, man. I run okay. past all those big old mansions, those those beachfront houses, and I just mm -hmm. get motivated. You know, uh, some days I go walk, I go call my wife, FaceTime my wife. I be ba I be like, "Babe, look." I be like, "Babe, look." I'm, I'm, like th that that's type that that type of stuff going on that beach, man, and just running those four miles, man. I just that 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 just motivate me. You know to a whole nother level you know coming from st louis missouri just just seeing that water that sand you know what i mean that's just like a, man like i'll be i'll be destroying these dudes like for real because yeah. it's just like it's a it's a level i'm trying to get to and it's a yeah. level i'm trying to stay you know yeah, what i mean yeah. yeah you know i bear witness uh you know um every time i go to california or, or, or many cities across the country as i travel I always look at the beauty and um you know of course st louis has beautiful parts but um mm -hmm. for, uh, or, or fortunate or unfortunate for me i didn't really see them parts when i was living there you know when i come That's back cool. to st louis now and and i go to like north county area and certain parts i'm like man i've never seen this kind of stuff before because I, I i used um i was pretty much in the city you know west side south side north st louis east st louis i was pretty much in the city area but the crazy but, thing um, is uh, not to cut you off but it's like Man, within the last 10, 15 years, within the last 10 years, the North County is almost like the city now. Right. It, it's flooded with Section 8 homes. It's yeah. flooded with all the apartments except Section 8. You know what I mean? It's been like that for the past 15 years. You know what I mean? So now it's to the point where, you know, people get killed on Hall's Ferry now. <laughs> right, yeah. I know back in the day that was almost unheard of, but um, you know that's due because of you know um, the whole gentrification and that's something all, going on all over the country. You know, all over the country. You know, the downtown areas and the inner city areas is being you know pretty much co-opted, and uh, a lot of the the, the the areas that blacks were in, you know, they've been moved down to the other areas now, and that's something yeah. that's going on all over the country. You know, yes, sir. So uh, let me ask you if you had some advice to give, you know. Um, young men or young women, just people who listen to you right now, listen to your interview right now, who yes, um, have a goal, they got a dream in life. It's something that they want to accomplish, but it's mm -hmm. something in them that, you know, they doubt themselves, you know, they got a bunch of haters around them, they don't know how to deal right. with the haters. Um, you know, what kind of advice would you give th that young man or that young woman or any human being who have a goal in mind? What kind of advice would you give them to persist and to wither the storms and to come out on the yes. other side living the life that you want to live. I, I just feel like, man, don't give up. Don't give up on life. You know what I mean? Even if you don't know what you want to do right now, just say you're 16 years old, still in high school. You know what I mean? You know, you don't really know what college you're going to. You know what I mean? You, you, college might not even be in your thought process. But the biggest thing about life is just not giving up and just always trying. You know what I mean? Always want better for yourself. Just because you come from a impoverished area, or just because you come from a, you know, you know, a, a background with 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 not the best circumstances, you know, you can still make it. You can still become something. You know what I mean? And it all just start with belief. 
You know what I mean? I feel like it, it, it's, it's with a lot of belief in yourself and it's a lot of belief, you know, you know, in God, you know, you gotta have a, you gotta have a high source that you believe in that's bigger than you. You know what I mean? Because we, we can do the works of God, but we, we, we are not God. <laughs> you know what I mean? The humans can be in a blessing business as well. We can bless somebody else, you know what I mean? But, but we not God, you know what I mean? So, like I say, um, just, 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 just try to, just try to, uh, just try to use everything that you are surrounded in as a motivating factor, just to, you know, change your surroundings and change your life, you know, and just never giving up and keep a, keep a good, keep a good, uh, con conviction in God, you know, and, uh, you know, and just look at life from a positive standpoint, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, man, I appreciate this uh, interview. Um, you know, who would you like to give a shout out to, man? I, you know, I definitely want to, you know, um, once again, give a big shout out to your parents, man, your mother and your yeah, father. You parents, know, for, man. Um, man, phenomenal human beings, man. Phenomenal brother and sister. Yes, sir, man. I want to uh, shout out my mother, you know, uh, Stephanie Dale Shaw. You know, that's the queen. I want to shout out my father, you know, Brian Shaw. You know, I love you, Pops. You know, and um, I just want to shout out everybody. I want to shout out my family, you know, all my cousins, my uncles, and my aunties, and you know what I mean? Uh, shout out my wife, you know, shout out my beautiful wife, my queen, my world, my my love, my soulmate. Shout out my shout out my beautiful two children. Shout out you, brother. Shout out you, brother Gazi, for 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 bringing me on your platform and just giving me an opportunity to talk to the world and just getting my story out here. To be honest, I ain't never really even gave no interview this in depth about everything that I've that just me. You know what I mean? Everything is about boxing. You know what I mean? It's a little, little, little bit about myself, but just, just everything, man. We touched on a bunch of stuff. So I just thank you. You know what yeah, I mean? I yeah. thank you for, for 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 bringing me on here, man, and, and and giving me this, giving me this platform to speak my piece. I appreciate yes, it. Man, you got a lot of depth, man, and you know, um, you know, we're looking forward to you going to the top, bro. Yes, you know, sir. Man. Yes, you know, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, man. When you get up there, don't be acting funny, now. Don't act like you don't hey. know nobody no more, man. Hey, hey, hey man, 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 brother Gazi, man. Yeah. Man, I, listen, bro. I wanna, I wanna keep doing this. I want us to keep. I wanna help build your platform as well as you. You know, give me, you know, opportunity to speak on your platform. So, so we can, we can build together. I'm 13 and no, bro. I'm that's, 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 that's ground level stage for real. Right. That's that, that's that stage where you hitting the surface, but you're still on the ground. So, right. so, so this, 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 you know, we can both rise together. You know, all, you know, you, you can get all the exclusives. I'm right here. Man, man, man. Hey, brother, I appreciate you, man. Your energy, your spirit. And, uh, Definitely, man. You know, you touched my heart talking about your father and your mother, man. You know, you know, it meant a lot. Um, you know, so definitely, I, I give up. You know, big shout out. I, I work with a lot of young men who, unfortunately, you know, they're not um, connected with their fathers. You know, their father's not a part of their life. So, you know, to all the fathers out there, look at what you can do if you just step up and, and do a little something, show a little love and a little support. You know, look at the phenomenal young men you can help produce and young girls out here because our yes, young sir. girls need their fathers as well. You know, um, yes. but, but just look at, you know, what we can do if we just um, do what this brother father did and just be there, you know, and show him the love and have that healthy fear. The brother was yeah. talking about, you know, healthy fear. I feel like I got it in my boys. I got two sons, you know, uh, Zamir and Zaki, you know, um, 
you know, I, I feel like I got that in them, you know, but it's, you know, it's, it's that, it's that great for it's that, it's that love. It's that, it's that for where my daddy at, he ain't around where, you know what I mean? You right. know, I, you know, I, I just want to set that foundation. Cause you say, cause like you say, you know, it's been too much of a, uh, 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 psychological, you know, cycle that's been going on in the black community, you know, to feel like you don't have to be there for your, for your children and you know and that's that's the wrong narrative you know yeah. i feel like a lot of young brothers nowadays are changing it because they always weren't wanted to yearn for that right. father because I, I know that's i know that's why my father wanted because because yeah. you know my grandfather he was a great coach to a whole lot of other young men that wasn't his child but unfortunately he didn't have that same camaraderie with his own you know what i mean so my dad tried his hardest you know, to, 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 to have that with me. And while going into impoverished neighborhoods, like I say, like he used to do with the Tahi youth group, my dad tried to get his own gym and he used to go to the roughest neighborhoods and castle point and, you know, areas like that and get little kids to box, you know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of these little young dudes that, that salute my dad, like I do. So, so yeah. shout out to the dudes as well. Yeah, real talk, man. So, brother, I appreciate you, man. And, you know, we wish you the best. And, um, you know, we're going to be looking out for your fight. You said it's December the 17th, right? And it's going to be on NBC. Okay. Yes, sir. We're going to be looking out for that, man. We appreciate you, brother. We love you, man. And may the God bless you and your career, man. Salam alaikum, big brother. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for listening. We pray that you are inspired to get your personal and business life back on track and in alignment with your divine purpose. Please subscribe, share this podcast, and join us for future episodes. And remember, your authentic self is powerful beyond measure.